Hello, everybody, and welcome back into the Nashville Beds podcast. Today, we have a big wrap-up or recap of Week 14. Let's just get right into it. So, Thursday night, Steelers-Vikings. Uh, I thought might have been the easiest cover of all time. It was Vikings minus three at home. I think the Vikings were up like 72 to nothing at one point going into the second half. Steelers came back. Does Big Ben have life? Uh, no, he does not have life. I think the Vikings is just written it up as a win at that point. So they're kind of going a little easy, kind of walking through the motions and let a bad team come back. The uh, the Steelers, in my opinion, are dead. Ben, Ruff- ben Roethlisberger already said he's retiring, right? Big Ben is literally still in the ice bath as we speak, recovering. Have you seen like pictures of him, like post practices and like post games where he's just completely iced up? Oh, he is not. But back. those are the best photos of Big Ben when no. he has more ice than actual skin at he, that point. He is just n- not a very good quarterback anymore. He manages the game okay. I mean, he scored three touchdowns in five minutes. Are we even just forgetting that? I'm not. Forgetting Are we forgetting that. how much we were sweating in that fourth quarter? I'm calling it a fluke. I uh, I missed the end of the game. I watched the first half, but I don't believe that any of those three touchdowns were because of him. I, I will I say. Think he was on the same field. I will say you were going to get everything that Big Ben has. Like when the Titans play them this Which week, is not very much. Mm-hmm. You were going to get everything that he has because it's going to be his last year. But dude, he's just so beat up and old. Yeah. He can still throw. I mean, he's still big, but I he's mean, just an older, older big Ben that's nowhere I, near as effective. I think we're forgetting that if Chase Claypool doesn't try to celebrate during the two-minute drill with 35 seconds left, a f- slant route for a first down, a nine-yard reception on fourth and one, they probably have another chance. I mean, and also if uh, the rookie Pat Fairmuth, or whatever the – Fairmuth? Fairmuth actually doesn't drop that ball, the Steelers probably win that game in overtime because they had all the momentum. I'll give you this, Jack. I'll say this. If Big Ben carves up the Titans, I'm like, okay, Big Ben is back. Well, we'll talk about this later. Carves up I, the – what's the only thing he's carving up is a Thanksgiving turkey. The cannot shred an NFL defense nearly as well as he can shred a block of cheddar cheese over a warm – Sandwich or something. I don't know. He's not very good. He's really, really bad. I think he takes a oxy after every single. I'm glad Beaver disagree because he is in so much pain all the time. I thought I was going to be in my own boat over here. I think he pops painkillers all day long and cries like a lot. I'm more a little bit worried about him. Well, what do you think he like? He might do that now because he can't jerk off anymore because he gave that up for, uh, for Lent. Uh, <laughs> there's no coming. So you got to. Uh, that's rough. But also. Oh, uh, oh, Cooper Cup scored. Beaver, your Falcons beat the Panthers this week. Are they going to make the playoffs? The Falcons are definitely going to make the playoffs. There's no doubt in my mind at this point. Uh, I don't know. Um, the the Falcons have, like, one of the easy – I don't know what it is, but, like, one of the easiest schedules left over in the NFL. I know they play the Lions uh, next week. Oh, sorry, they play 49ers, Lions, Bills, and Saints. So, we're going to get whatever the Lions for sure. 49ers aren't that good. Saints aren't that good. Bills are not playing very well. I don't know. I, I can see them getting two wins left and, and being an eight-win team. So the Falcons are in that precarious position of like, do they want to continue to win games and be that seventh seed in the playoff? It gets or out do you want to lose games and get like a top ten pick? Now they've already won too many, so they just need to keep winning. I think at this point. Well, I think you, you'd want to keep winning. Go all the way. You're probably not getting a quarterback. Well, is there even a quarterback you'd want to get? That's in what this I'm. Draft? St- well, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Suck in this draft. That's what I'm draft. saying. Even if you wanted to get. Pick 10 or 15. You don't want any quarterback this draft. I mean, if Sam Howell falls to you at 15 or like Kenny Pickett, maybe. But outside of that, like, I'm not sure who you'd want. I just want, I don't think I want any quarterback in this. Yeah, I don't think draft. any of them are that good. I just Kenny Pickett, but he's probably going to go in like the top five. I mean, now. somebody will eventually be a good player, but I just would stay yeah. away from all of them. <laughs> yeah, I would too. I don't know. I think the Falcons are legit. Um, it's that team that nobody wants to play right now. Everybody's a little bit scared of the Falcons. Are, are we, is, are they dangerous? Oh, they're very dangerous. They're an end-of-the-season dangerous team. They're a bad – they're the best average team, I think, maybe in the NFL. Best six-one team for sure. And they're a team that good, really good teams don't want to play. Okay. So who's the best bad team in the NFL right now? Mm, the best At least in the NFC. In the, NFC. in the AFC, there's like seven good bad teams. Yeah. But in the NFC, who's the best worst bad team? I think it's the Saints. I think the Saints are the best bad team. That's true. With all the quarterback questions and everything, which Taysom Hill is... He's so bad. I don't think he's bad. 
He's so bad. Tell that to they, his, they tell started, that to his badass contract he signed. Trevor Simeon over him. I would start over Trevor Simeon. I don't have a shoulder. I don't know what's the 49ers record. The 49ers are not good, but they're 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 pretty bad. I thought it was about to be the Bears the other night. I thought I thought they were about to be the best bad team in the NFL <laughs> for for one quarter. How? <laughs> well, for one, how they were, dare people were shaking shaking in their boots. Yeah. How? dare you i was worried zero percent the entire first half because i mean when the bears come to green bay you know what we do we beat the shit out of them every fucking time because that's what we own the bears the mccaskies no longer own the bears it's aaron Rodgers and the green bay ownership me included that own the bears so i am a two-time nfl owner so thank you very much the only thing that's terrifying about the green bay right now is our fucking special teams did you all see like the Bears, I think, got like three returns to our or to either their forty or the. Opposing. And really, I think oh, I think it's a shredding the kick all, kick returns. It's also, awesome. I think it's bullshit that you can't return an onside kick no, for a fucking fuck touchdown. Off. Fuck off! That, that should have been bullshit. a touchdown. Everybody knows. No, that, that, that rule is stupid. On a punt, we all get it. For a kickoff, if you recover an onside kick after it touches his fucking hands, you should be able to take it for a touchdown. No, it's the whole point. I disagree entirely. <laughs> it's the whole point. Also, I have no idea what MVS was doing. It looked like he tried to like halfway swat it. It looked like, yeah. a, like a grandma trying to swat away a bee. It's like, oh, get out of here. Not really sure what he was thinking there. I like, Fucking catch it. He's probably thinking, I'm going to get lit up. <laughs> but you're the third receiver on the depth chart for a reason. Yeah. That's, that's you either make get your name. the ball fucking out of bounds or catch it. You, might get, you might get a route next week if you do that. Seriously? Besides a go route. Because all you can do is run fucking straight. <laughs> Yeah, so I would say Green Bay is the best team in the NFL still. Yeah. Uh, is that question? Did that cover or did that cover? It covered. I don't know. I didn't even bet that game, and I was I was looking at the live lines the whole time, like should I do it? Should I do it? And I never did it, and then things got out of hand, and I just didn't. Also, just real quick, did I can't remember last week? Did I? I didn't take the Raiders, did I? So I may have taken the. Ra- I can't remember. I may have so, taken... guys. I I feel like we have this conversation every week, but I need you to to remind me to stop betting on the Raiders. I know. I, I yeah. do it every week. I'm totally done. It was so good at the beginning. <laughs> I'm of the done season. now. I'm definitely I, done. I'm 100 done. I'm also betting the shit out of the Chiefs for the rest of the year because they're gonna get. They've got a low spread going into this next week. Um, against the Chargers, it's like. Yeah, this is on Thursday night game, and they're like three or four point favorites, and I think they're just gonna murder the rest of the uh, the slate coming up. Might get kind of ugly here. I agree. the The one thing that concerns me about the Chiefs is they they still don't look like they have everything going offensively. I know they just put up forty eight against the or the Raiders, but the Raiders was, are on and it, a lot of that was their defense. Yeah, yeah, on an interim head coach, a lot of turnovers, a lot of Derek Carr just throwing five hundred balls, hoping someone comes down with it. So yeah, I mean. I don't give their offense as much credence as I did before. And their defense really hasn't played a lot of good people. So their stats look really inflated. Yeah, but the Chiefs are that team that's playing their best football right now. That's I disagree entirely. They're playing their best football they have all year right now. This No, you know what this is? This is Ohio State beating up on Maryland, Purdue, or Illinois. They're beating up all the shitty teams in the NFL. So we look, go into like the Michigan game. And we think like, oh my good. God, they might beat them by a billion. And they're not a good team. This is exactly what's happening. I'm glad I was able to diagnose it for you. I don't know. I think they were a a pretty all right team, and now they're a good team playing their best football, uh, but not a great team. Also, a team that nobody wants to play down the stretch. A team I can consider the frauds of the AFC. The Ravens got beat. Lamar Jackson. Well, goes they also down. lost their quarterback. Of course, they got beat. Uh, they're frauds. All they have is Lamar Jackson. They would have lost. Literally, if he gets hurt, they can't do anything else. In it's fact, the backup happen. guy, whoever that was playing, did better than Lamar Jackson was doing. Lamar Jackson got like seven snaps. He got a pretty decent, but he looks like shit when he's. I don't in care there. who I don't got snaps. They got beat. They went down hard, and uh, the, the Ravens was not good. And the idea that they were ever going to be, and they didn't cover, which makes me feel like a fucking yeah. Well, idiot. When you have all those. Running backs get hurt. That's kind of hard. But they still signed some pretty decent guys. They just don't have enough. Yeah, the Ravens are just the most hurt team. Uh, Tyler Huntley is the uh, quarterback's name. It was Tyler Huntley playing. 
Titans are definitely the most entertaining. team. Titan, the Titans and the Ravens. They're starting to, to get healthy injured. now, but yeah. Well, I mean, before the season even started, the Ravens that's what had like I'm seven saying. guys. That's on what IR. I'm saying. Yeah, that's that's hard to replace. Yes. Yeah, Titans and the Ravens need to have an injured party together. Everybody just cries about how uh, hurt they are. All Derrick Henry wrap. is, I would say, right on pace or better. Who? Derrick Henry. Uh, they're saying the he's big gonna, D. They're gonna say he's ready. Maybe last game of the year, which I don't think they'll play him. Even if he is. Well, what if we if we remember that Steelers Vikings game? Dalvin Cook didn't play for one week and literally looked like he was just a brand new, fresh set of legs. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like it looked incredible. So I'm terrified of what Derrick Henry's going to do. What, with what like, was they're not going to run him until the playoffs. What was his injury again? I can't remember. Uh, it's a it was a Jones fracture in his foot. He broke what was the a Jones bone in his foot. He broke one of the oh, bones in his foot. Yeah, didn't seem like that. Ah, uh, pretty painful. Yeah. I don't know how he was able to finish the game in Indy. And I think that they would have – they had to have talked to him and been like, hey, dude, you're probably going on IR for a while, but it's not going to get any worse. Can you play through the pain? Because, like, he just ran like a freaking – he wasn't nearly as fast. He was just bulldozing. But, like, we had to have him to beat Indy. And that was to literally basically clinch the division. He was like – I don't know. Yeah. Just a thought. He was like, I'll do it. Not, he Not to go off us. on a Derrick Henry tangent, but but to go off on a Derrick Henry yeah. tangent. No, I, I'm terrified of what he's going to do. Although I am still worried that his conditioning might not be there. But if he's playing at home, if y'all have a first round by, that'll be a lot easier. Uh, one of the better games of the weekend, uh, Niners, Bengals. Oh yeah. One of the things I can't get over is how good the Bengals look for like ten minutes every game. They look like a Super Bowl championship team. And then I don't know what happens Just for the fall rest apart. of the 50 minutes. But I, I legitimately don't know what's going on. Like, the, or do we remember that or that uh, second-to-last drive where Joe Burrow hits a 35-yard bomb to Jamar Chase perfectly for a touchdown? I'm just like, this, how do you stop this ever? <laughs> I, I wish the Bengals would win more games. I mean, they're 7-6. That's pretty good. But they, I feel like they could be so much better if they just – I don't know what they're missing – they're going to keep getting better. Well, that's sure. the thing, though. I don't know what they're missing. They have, like, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon. Their defense isn't bad. It's probably, like, average. Their line's how's, how's how their their line seven been? and six. Yeah, does their line suck again? Is their line like They probably year? could use a little bit of help at line. I would have assumed. Because their line sucked last year, and then we're all like, they have to draft it all. And they didn't. They drafted Jamar the Chase, which turned out to be great. Well, uh, we, we still might not be wrong on that take. They're still seven and six. That's yeah. true. They probably do need a better offensive line because that was the huge problem, gaping issue that they had last year. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, don't, I don't think they really did much to fix it, but... Are we sure that Zach... Zach Taylor? Is that their head coach? Is he good? I can't tell. I don't know. He's got two first names. And you can never trust a guy with two first names. And so that's a red flag off the bat. And he looks like a regular guy, also a red flag. And... Nobody ever talks about him being, like, a good or a bad person. He's real neutral. No, like, if you look at Bengals Twitter, like, I, I'll gauge, like, what the fan base thinks of a certain, like, team or, like, what the holes are based off their Twitter. It's almost like, damn, it was a good try, guys. We'll get them next time. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where's the Wait, passion? I, I want someone to point a finger. I mean, someone's fault. Yeah. Someone troll on Twitter. You know what I mean? Like, someone yeah, tell go me, off. Tell me where to point my anger towards. Yeah. No, Nobody ever says anything good or bad about Zach Taylor, and so I don't really know what to think about him because everybody also has an opinion on every other head coach out there. But Zach Taylor's just wandering through life, being a, uh, a who knows what. He's the true oh, what you call it. Yeah, he's a wallflower of the NFL coaches. Yeah, like he could be at a party for the entire duration of the event, and you would never know he, he was would there. Know he was and there. he's having a good time, and he's like kind of dancing, but <laughs> in the corner by himself. <laughs> nobody wants to talk to him. <laughs> well, Must always, be a me in middle school. Like, <laughs> he's like, oh, that's just Zach Taylor. It's like who? <laughs> He's near the conversation, but never a part of the conversation. Uh, I thought your name was Taylor. No, that, that's my last name. <laughs> what the hell's your first name, Zach? <laughs> He's just there because he has a really hot mom. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, shit. Uh, and then the other really good game of the evening Bucks Bills. Okay. Explain this to me. The Bills are in Buffalo, New York. And they throw the ball more than anyone else in the league. They literally ran a fake punt where they handed the ball off before they gave the ball to Devin Singletary. 
I don't get it. They can't run, though. But I don't want to, like, try. I know. I know. You have to keep trying, but they can't. Because Devin Singletary's not bad. He's not a... Moss isn't bad either. Really. They only gave him four carries. They only ran the ball seven times. Yeah. That's nuts. That's crazy. And their leading rusher is you're Josh not gonna, Allen. You're not going to win in the playoffs like that. No, you're not going to make it out of the wild. You're not going to make it to the playoffs. You're not going to make Yeah. You're not. Like, what is going on? They're supposed to be the best team in the league. They've they've literally fallen off a cliff, and I cannot understand why. Chiefs seem to be doing the same thing. Similar. Not quite as bad. They haven't, like, down. I feel like the Bills kind of downturned. Mm-hmm. Did the Bills have another running back last year? The Chiefs have like- kind of revi- they're reviving, but, like, they're, they're shaky. No, I mean, the running back squad is the same as last year. Devin Secretary, they had, I feel like Matt Breida, was he there last year? I thought he was on the Vikings. Zach Moss was there. Wasn't, is Zach yeah, Moss still there? Zach Moss was there. Yeah, he's there. He's still there? Um, I just don't, I don't get it. Well, shit, I don't know. Also, Brady on that, I think it was the first or second drive he had, rushing for three first downs. That's terrifying. Yeah. Uh, did you see when he got hit? Like, it's like the guy didn't want to hit him almost. Yeah. It's almost like he had too much respect for him. He's like, can you just go down, it please? Literally, it kind of looked like oh, that. Oh, on that sack? He took off for uh, the first down. It almost looked like that guy didn't want to blow him up. Yeah, which, I mean, if he's standing, you would have I, I would have taken his head off. There was a sack earlier in the game, too, where like somebody came up and had like, a clear like big hit on him and like just shouldered him on the ground. He didn't even, like, it could have been way worse than it yeah, was. No, I would take the I shot. I think people are like, really nice to Tom Brady. I don't know. I get that, but if you're going to run in the middle of the field and stand up at the first down marker, I'm going to knock you the fuck out. Yeah. You like, have. could you imagine if you saw Ray Lewis coming across like that? <laughs> you got to knock him out. He would have never played again. <laughs> I mean, seriously. What, during like the, the, the Cowboys era where they had, like, Aikman, uh, Smith, and Irving, Michael Irving was the only person who went over the middle because he's the only person who could take those shots. Now people like Emmanuel Sanders are going over the middle like it's nothing. Just a different era. Also, another point, Todd Bowles is a mad genius, just blitzing Josh Allen the entire time. I think it was like 64% of the defensive snaps they had. They blitzed him the entire time? Yeah, basically. The entire Damn. Game. It was basically just a Madden schedule. I like it. Well, I mean, also, the Bills, that play calling was basically just like you're down 14 at Madden. You're like, all right, well, it looks like I'm never running the ball ever again. Just tr- oh, triggered man. as fuck. Speaking of Madden, I love just with the Titans, just running Derrick Henry down people's throats. You, It's so hard to stop. You have to be the most boring person to it's play Madden. It's just so much. I know, that's what's so much fun It's just about. halfback blast. It's not, it's not boring when you just put up numbers with Henry. Literally, you can just run over. Nobody can stop it. You can't stop it. Just engaging eight the entire time, just trying to stop it. When they do that, you just little like little quick slant. That that'll really get people to quit out. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of early exits there. Uh, did we miss a game? We did miss a game. I have a song to play with it though. Goes out to Urban Meyer's uh, <laughs> head coaching career oh, with yeah. the Jacksonville Jaguars. This song could have been relevant um, a couple weeks ago, but I think he really put the nail in the coffin this week by losing, uh, not scoring any points at all to the Titans. I was just going to talk about some of my favorite bets. Yeah, no, that's what we're doing. Oh, okay. Well, let's do it then. Starting with me on Thursday (laughs) night, the Chiefs minus four over the Chargers locking in. Chiefs are back. Chargers are going in the opposite direction. I love that bet. They just beat the Chiefs by like, or they just beat the Giants by like 70. Chiefs are good. Chiefs are good. I already know it. I've seen this this book. I've read this book before. That's what I'm trying to say. I know I just said this, I think, seven minutes ago. Not to bet on the Chargers, but I kind of really love what? the Chargers. You love <laughs> I love it. I, I kind of love the Chargers. On a primetime game against the Chiefs. I can't, I can't stop. I know it's a bad I bet, just, but I'm, I can't I'm stop. I'm addicted to betting on the Raiders and Chargers. I just can't fucking yeah, stop. Yeah, the Raiders for me. I can't stop. It's just betting on Justin Herbert. He just does it for me. I, just, I can't stop. It's something about Justin Herbert for me, too. I don't know what I mean, do you see him sling that ball from the 35, his own 35, to the opposing three? Absolutely. The man's got a cannon. A rocket for an arm. On the money, too. Oh, it was beautiful. Uh, personally, my favorite bet of the week is Titans minus two. 
Oh yeah, that was that was another one. The I think that I is had. the lock of the Over fucking the fucking, year. Oh my god, they're gonna win by a hundred. I think I might not bet on any other game all week and just put the house on the Titans minus two. That's not a bad idea. So the only thing I would say there is the Steelers are a dangerous home dog because Tomlin just for some reason gets the boys amped up when their dogs at home. They read the press clippings and they stink. They come out and show up at home. That is true. But they just cannot play on the road. That is true. So that's the one thing I'd be worried about there. Y'all should beat them by a million. But Tomlin does get those boys up for those games. Uh, One that I still don't understand the line for, and it's because I know I'm very biased. Cincinnati is a point and a half dogs at Denver. I don't get the love for Denver. I'm... The dogs are barking. I, I don't get it. Taking Cincinnati money line to the bank. Yeah. Plus 105, get out of town. And the, the money's basically even. It's 51% on the Bengals. I don't get it. What do people see in the Broncos? People bet the Broncos have been betting the Broncos all season long, and I, I haven't done it at all. I, I just went ahead and took it. Because that's going to change. They're not going to be a favorite all week. There's no way. You wouldn't think so. It doesn't make any sense. That's I just went ahead and took it. There's no way they're going to be favored all week. Uh, I want to ask the Beaver this one. Since they're officially the most dangerous team that no one wants to play, that is mediocre. Falcons, Dirty Birds. They, they have a, they're a huge underdog. Against plus eight, not very I'm good. taking them plus eight and a half. Plus sure. eight and a half on the 49ers. In Candlestick? I, I think they could win that game. They should win that I game. I think they could win the game, well, too. The, the issue is they should win that game. You get, Hey, Moneyline for plus 310. Yeah, money line, plus 310. You might as well do a little sprinkle on that just for shits and gigs. But uh, Is Cordero uh, play, playing? Yeah. He's, that's he, the only thing. Like he, the He's had a couple games ago, but he's, he's back in the lineup now. Dude, he's, I'm gonna, he's I'm there gonna, to stay. I'm going to parlay the Titans minus two, the Bengals money line, and the Falcons money line. <laughs> Why not? I like it. I, the one thing that the Falcons need, like their, their offense only works if Cordell Patterson's out there. Oh yeah, for sure. If he's not, I will fade the Falcons at all costs. Cordell Patterson's looking the best he's ever looked in the entire NFL career of his. Yeah. Well, he's played essentially every position he could outside of defense. I know. And now he kind of plays all of them with the Falcons all in at the same time. Pretty <laughs> incredible. Whoa. Wide receiver running back kick returner. Yes. Pretty, pretty <laughs> incredible. I've never seen anything like it. Also, speaking of a team that we uh, talked about betting a lot on and shouldn't do it again, how are the Raiders six point underdogs on the Browns? I was looking at that too. That's I'm, I'm is Baker still like injured? I'm like, you know what? That could be a. Do I want to take the Raiders again? <laughs> oh, I'm definitely. I'm taking the Raiders again. Somebody talk me into it. I'm taking the Raiders. There's up. one person listening who's like, "You people are fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah. You literally go in the recap saying you need to stop betting these teams, and then you turn around and just bet on the teams." I'll tell you that that right there, and then you slip in um, a little same game parlay of uh, Hunter Renfro to score, oh. which is just damn near a guarantee. Hunter Riffro had 13 catches last week. 13. He was 13 of 14 on catch. I'm starting to think Hunter Riffro could be potentially one of the best receivers in the NFL. Well, have you seen the side-by-side of uh, Hunter Renfro and then DK Metcalf stats for the year? And it's like the photo of like DK having like all the abs in the world. And then Hunter Renfro having his receding hairline is like, can you imagine this guy being better than this guy? And Hunter Renfro's got a legit beard gut too. Like he, he doesn't yeah. have. You, wait, uh, you he, guys haven't said the best thing about him yet. What? He doesn't have a fast car, and he doesn't like guns. <laughs> Hunter Renfro? Yeah. Making him the most stable Raiders wide receiver in years. I mean, I haven't seen Oh, him. oh, oh, you mean I haven't seen him get arrested yet. Henry Ruggs. Yeah. I thought he'd come out. Okay, it took me a minute to get that. Whoops. And they had another guy on the roster that got arrested with gun yeah, charges. Yeah, guns. Okay, yeah, gang. yeah. Now that's interesting. Well, that's just every so, yeah. wide receiver since, like, Randy Moss was there. I, yeah, this is what the Raiders do. Watch a story come out tomorrow with like largest XC sting yeah. in Las Vegas history. This is Hunter Renfro getting taken out of his house. He, he just fucked he up. He had 100 <laughs> pounds of Molly in his house. <laughs> He's actually just cooking meth under, oh, underneath yeah. the Legion Stadium. There's like Red Baron pizza boxes and McDonald's bags sitting everywhere. And it's like, that's why he looked like shit all the time. <laughs> but how is he that fast? I don't get it. It's just meth and tax evasion. Yeah. Shit. And then there was one more game. Uh... Do we even care about Vikings Bears? No. It means a, a lot for the playoff picture. 
Who's the Vikings even favored need, in that? I have no uh, idea. The, the Vikings are three and a half point favorites. Oh. But it's in Chicago. And so it makes me really want to take the Bears. Chicago's going to win that game. It makes me really want to take the Bears, too. Oh, I completely forgot to ask. How are our rookie hatreds going? Our rookie QB hatreds? I know mine's going very well. Yeah, mine is too. Yeah. So what? Beavers was Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, who, who I knew stinks. was going to be bad. He's fucking terrible. Mine, then, mine's the best of them all. Trevor Lawrence, who stinks, might not have a head coach next year. Yeah, I mean, everybody's... Trevor Lawrence is not that bad. He's kind of that bad. Not that good either. He's he made one throw that I was like, oh, that's a that's a one one pick. Who wait? So who's your guy? Uh, Fields. So I by far have the worst guy here. What are you talking? Zach just... Wilson is so much more. First of all, Trevor Lawrence. No, it's more of a debate between Justin Fields and Zach Wilson, who I would say mm, Zach Wilson's way worse. I think Justin Fields is way better than both of them. Zach Wilson's. What are you talking about? Zach Wilson's thrown more that- interceptions than any of your guys combined, I think. <laughs> it doesn't count because Trevor Lawrence just threw like 10 interceptions. How many interceptions he did he have? four picks yesterday. Was it four? Yeah. He, he's trying to catch up to Zach Wilson. He knew we were going to have this conversation. <laughs> he was trying to catch up to Zach Wilson. Yeah, so thank you, Trevor. Yeah. Well, the issue is that y'all's guys at least start for your team. Mine doesn't officially, didn't officially start at the beginning of the season. It was, yeah, that was it, it literally of politics. Pulling teeth by Matt Nagy to start Justin Fields. And outside of him being able to scramble, he's really not that good. You see that pick six that a guy from the uh, Cardinals practice squad horrible. saw the entire... I saw that coming. I saw it too. Yeah. You saw... Oh my God. If that there was a, a Madden cam, it would have been the easiest thing in the world. So you just see the back of Fields' helmet look directly at Allen. <laughs> and then Rashawn Douglas is just like, uh, oh, okay. That's where it's going. The easiest pick of all time. Yeah, not too shabby. God, it was so bad. Zach Jackson was improved. Did you guys watch any of the Dallas game? Would you see Micah Parsons absolutely murder people on the field again? <laughs> okay, when did Micah Parsons become the Dak Prescott for that team? It but, literally, it's live and die by him. Micah Parsons might not only be like the defensive defensive rookie of the year, but like the overall defensive player of the year. Yeah. He's the best player in the entire NFL right now. He can't be stopped. No, he's That a, was such a good pickup from the Cowboys. He's a menace to society. He needs to be traded and get out of Dallas and go to a decent team. Yeah. He he also rushes every single play. He's more of like a D lineman or like flash pusher. I, I think I thought I thought he was like more of a traditional linebacker at Penn State. I don't know, but he rushes the passer every single play. Yeah. Um in Dallas. Well, if you notice that Dallas loses to only teams with good running backs, and that's because normally you run the ball directly at a, a linebacker like Micah Parsons, who loves to pin his ears back and go for a quarterback. Yep. Yeah, true. And so, granted, I love Gibson on the fantasy team. Not that great when it comes to those kind of situations. Yeah, yeah. So, Jack, are you on Packers minus five? So, I don't know. Because outside of special teams, which is a big if for the Packers, and I understand third of the game, whatever, still the best team in the NFL. uh, The one thing we can't do defensively is defend that 11th guy. And if Lamar's running around back there, it's tough. Is it in Baltimore? Yep. Take the over. 43 and a half. Is it really 43 and a half? That seems so low. Justin Fields might get that as... Or Wait, is, not just Fields, is Lamar Jackson going to be back? Lamar, it sounds like he's going to play. Oh, really? Yeah. You er what? Because he got... Did he get carted off? Yeah, but it wasn't a high ankle sprain. Okay. So, I don't know if the line's taking that into account. Because I assume if Lamar's back, they're going to swing back. That's going to... Sw- like, it's going to go up. Which like I would 50. wait. I want. I don't want Green Bay at a four and a half point favorite on the road. I'd rather take him at like minus one, maybe a pick him on the road. Find the value there. But I don't know. By the time this gets released, we'll see where the line is actually or officially. But I do like us going into Baltimore because Baltimore kind of stinks. They're not a good team. Mm-mm. But that's the. Well, we couldn't do it against Cap. We can't do it against Russell. Or we couldn't really do it against Russell Wilson. Every time there's a running quarterback, we have a lot of trouble. Also, I, for some reason, I kind of love the Panthers plus ten and a half. I I've given up on the Panthers. Yeah, I. I mean, I've given up on the Bills too. I think I put the final nail in the in the Panthers coffin after last week. Yeah, I, I think the Bills are gonna win by two touchdowns on that one. This is a. Panthers have given up on themselves. They really have. That's what is. I feel like Matt Rule feels like, or it feels like Matt Rule is. Not living up to his expectations. 
Yeah, I think he fired Joe Brady just because he was like he needed somebody to blame no, so he could come back for another year. But when you give Joe Brady Sam Darnold, who I will admit, I had taken the L on Sam Darnold, I thought he was going to be decent, wasn't very good, and then you give him Cam Newton, who couldn't throw the ball since he was in college, then you give him P.J. Walker. Yeah, come on. I mean, what, what do you expect? Yeah, Chris McCaffrey was basically hurt the entire season. I think he played And like basically still is right now. Yeah. Isn't he back on IR? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, he came back for like two or three games and then went back to IR. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, he's done for the season, and um, he can't stay healthy anymore. Probably because he gets the ball 100 times per game. So, kind of impossible, too. Should have been the Derrick Henry plan. Yeah. At least it was his was a broken bone. That shouldn't reoccur. Shouldn't, but we shall see. That man's got a lot of miles on him. But, yeah, no, the Panthers are dead. I'm not betting on them any time. Like what I've done, or not, I've officially done with the Texans, the Jets, the Lions. Got their win. That's all that matters. And then um, I think I'm done betting the Seahawks. And then the Panthers are amongst that team. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, I think that's the weekend or the this upcoming recap. So I'm I'm looking forward to that Sunday conversation card when I'm yelling at you people. Well now, now we're now we're going into that exciting three week stretch of Saturday NFL football games, which I'm I'm pretty stoked about myself. I love a good Saturday college oh, football NFL no, game. Another game we didn't talk about. Possibly the most Ooh. important game of the weekend. God. Colts Pats. Colts fighting for a playoff position. I think they're six right now, seeding wise. Yep. And then the Pats are fighting for that number one spot in Lucas Oil. I kind of love the Colts there. I do too. Pats have been riding high for a long time. I wish Carson Wentz was a little, or could be a little healthier. But, man, I, yep. I love the Colts. I there. love the Colts in this game. Because um, what's, Bill, Je- Bill Belichick, they're going to have to throw some. They're not just going to be able to run, run, run. Because mm-hmm. guess what? That the Colts, defense is Guess so what good. the Colts is, are used to seeing all the time. Yeah. Fucking run, run, run from the Titans. They know how to stop it. Yeah. And it's just not going to work against them. And, there, and Harris isn't half the running Plus, back. Plus, my heart also tells me, come on, Colts. Like, I never thought that I'd be cheering for you. But yeah. I need you to beat the Patriots. And then I need the Bills to beat the Patriots. We have a potential. So, what? The three teams that you don't want to play in the AFC are the Bengals, Chargers, and Colts. We have a chance for all three of those teams to be in the in the wild card. We could see a full sweep of upsets in the S- AFC. See, but, like, I wouldn't mind seeing any of those teams if the Titans in the playoffs if they were healthy. For some reason, they don't. I don't. Oh, they, I would be terrified of facing any of those teams. I'm not Colts, especially because it's hard to beat the same thing. Or I'd be, le- I'd be least worried about the Colts. No, it's hard to beat the same team twice, let alone three times. I, I get that. I, I would not want to play the Bengals. Too dangerous. You would not want to play the Chargers. Granted, playing them the next week, I would love to play all of those teams because they can't string together two games to save their life. But I would hate to play them that first weekend. Well, luckily, the Titans won't have to worry about that. Well, it, hopefully for y'all. Hopefully, not. No. But, yeah, Beaver, official prediction? Uh, I was going to plan on betting the Patriots. I'm just, really? I, already keep, I keep trying to not bet the Patriots, thinking that they're going to blow it at some point, and they keep disappointing me in winning. This is the week. And so I'm just going to go back to my original plan of betting against I'm gonna bet for them which is against my original plan so that's that's my plan it'll fade yourself the plan is the plan is the plan don't be afraid to or don't be afraid to fade yourself all right uh there we go Van Jefferson pride of Ravenwood High School um moving on so I saw big news that the SEC is giving big credence to the pod argument in the seedings or in the in the standings for the SEC. And so the one that I saw set up, I'll pull it up now. But I'm as a Tennessee fan, I am not happy with it. I I think it's kind of a cool idea. I don't know. And then I guess you play well pod A is Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, South Carolina. Pod B is Auburn, Alabama, Tennessee, Vanderbilt. Pod C is LSU, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Texas A&M. Um Pod D is Arkansas, Missouri, Texas, and Oklahoma. And there's a proposed nine-game conference schedule format. Play the three teams in your pod every season, obviously. Play two games against each 
of the other pods and then host every team at least once every four years. So you cycle through the SEC a lot faster than you do now um, is what the plan would be. And, uh, I mean, Auburn gets stuck with Alabama again in the same pod, but they have to play Tennessee and Vanderbilt as the other two in the pod, and that's not very – those are not very competitive. Well, you just automatically chalk up Vanderbilt as uh, – sorry, you automatically chalk up Tennessee as one of the wins and then hope that Vanderbilt's in an off year as well. So <laughs> – <laughs> I mean, sure. as Tennessee just had a better year than Auburn. I think they would have to break that up somehow. So, I mean, my wish for a pod would be Tennessee, Vanderbilt, Kentucky, South Carolina would be my, my favorite pod. Yeah. That would be great, but I don't think it's ever going to happen. If this is the argument, I would rather do just the two divisions. Yeah. Because at least we get to play or get in more, I would say, bad teams. Because yeah. I want to play Kentucky every year. I want to play South Carolina. I want to play Missouri. Want to play get Vandy, those easy like, wins. Got well, we play. I know, I know, pod, but I'm just but saying. Yeah. You want to throw that in? Uh, we'll chop, chop up, or chop up our loss to Alabama every year. That's fine. Whatever. Auburn's hit and miss, depending on if Bo Nix is playing or not, or TJ. Never again, playing. apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and another one could be Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, South Carolina, which is another not great one. Yeah. What I want to do is I instead of doing it geographically, because travel is already so good now that I don't really think it matters that much. Is I want to see a more like even base. So maybe have like Tennessee, Texas, Florida, and like Missouri in a pod. Just like don't give a fuck about the region. Just try to make it as like even as possible. Well, you got to be able to like drive to the games. I think that's. There's too much money in, like, selling tickets and creating a whole well, I mean, atmosphere. Yeah. But as you said, we're rotating through the SEC faster than the SEC's ever been able to rotate through before. Yeah, for sure. But if you're – if you're, you, you got to be close to your pod, though. Like, your pod's got to be around you. Kind of. I, I get that argument. Relatively around you. Yeah, but I don't want to have to play Alabama every year is my thing. Yeah, I wouldn't either. But so they already what, do, so I don't so, but, it doesn't so, change anything. No, but I don't want to. <laughs> if, it, if we have the option of not doing it, that'd be great. Alabama, Georgia, Florida, Auburn. You do South Carolina, Tennessee, Kentucky, Vanderbilt, <laughs> LSU, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Arkansas, then A and M, Texas, Oklahoma, and Mizzou. I think you have to put Texas, Oklahoma, and A and M all in the same pod. That's if you're going to do it. That's that's what it needs to be. Uh, the issue is if you do it kind of that way, the only the farthest west team that would make sense to put in that pot is Missouri. Because Missouri really doesn't make any sense anywhere else, but also Arkansas is that closest regionally. So I'm not sure how they would try to swing that. Because if, if you put in Arkansas, then you have to somehow sweep in Missouri with like a Kentucky one. Then you're not really even close to no other schools outside of Arkansas or close to Missouri at all. So I'm wondering how they're going to try to do that. Because I want A&M and Texas to be in the same pod. I want that rivalry back. Yeah, that yeah. would be that would be one more fun. And then you're... Whew. What if, could you do? So if you do those four, include Missouri. Or those three include Missouri. Then you do Arkansas, Ole Miss, State, and LSU. And then Kentucky... Tennessee, Vanderbilt, Alabama, I can, I'll do that. Auburn, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina. Yeah, but then Auburn's really far away from South Carolina, Georgia, and Florida. Yeah, I, but there's really no other way to make that work. It, it works. Unless it already, get... The only way it works is the way they have it set up already right now. Yeah. If this is really even what it's going to be, this might be some kind of weird conspiracy theory like aliens that don't even exist that we just think are going to work. But um, there's no telling. The real question is, all this Auburn talk is making me hungry for where do you guys think Bo Nix is going to go? So, you need a run. Wait. Could he go to, if Georgia Tech goes back to the triple option, could he go to Georgia Tech? That would be so much fun. Georgia Tech going back to the triple option? Who said that? I want them to go back to the triple option. They should be forced to go back to the triple option. Well, now that Bo Nix is available. Yeah. (laughs) Might as well build your offense around the quarterback. Um, (laughs) Would a military school accept him? Oh, God, a military school. Yeah, they probably would. I don't know what his GPS was at Auburn, but um, probably pretty good. 
GPS. GPS. Is <laughs> uh, what do you uh, grade point average? GPA, GPA, GPA. I love how you set it out and was like, you know what? I wonder what that last letter could be. I was like, God, I think I'm pretty sure somewhere along these lines. <laughs> Close enough. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think he's gonna go to Cincinnati, and I don't know why, but I'm speculating wildly. Why? Probably nobody's filled that hole yet. Why would you go replace Riddler or Riddle, whatever the fuck his last name is, with Bo Nix, the guy who went six and six at Auburn? I don't know uh, because they're, they're trying to do it again, and they're just not going to. Who's going to recruit? <laughs> I, I was kind of like maybe South Carolina's an option. I don't think he's going to Ole Miss. Um, I think he's out of the SEC. Yeah, I think he's probably going to leave the SEC. Would he go to like a Memphis? Because they're just now joining the Big Twelve. They'll probably have to. That or Houston go with Dana Holgerson. I don't think a ton of people are going to want him. So, um, not like a ton, ton. So, you go the Jared Garantano route and go to the. Uh, the orphanage that is Washington State. <laughs> There's a lot of orphanages out there, so he'll find a hole. Um, he'll find yeah, a hole. He's filling <laughs> holes. <laughs> Sounds like, uh, but yeah. So he'll find he'll find somewhere to go. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if Cincinnati or Nebraska. That was another one I saw talked about a lot. Was Nebraska? Isn't a- Adrian Martinez still there? Isn't he there for another? Yeah, but he's years? either transferring or he's graduating and has no eligibility left. I can't remember which one is happening. But he's, been, he's the Aaron Kraft of college football. He's been there for like nine, ten years. One of those. He's, he's out of here for next year. So Bo Nix would be because it's not like anybody else wants to go to Nebraska. So he could be a good filling guy in Nebraska for a year or two. Yeah. Spencer Rattler obviously just um, said today he's going to South Carolina, which I thought he was going to UCLA, but the good news is South Carolina is going to suck. Spencer Rattler is not good. I he did not look good at Oklahoma. Yes, at all. Yes, I agree. But I am scared that that potential could flourish in South Carolina under a Shane Beam regime, and that scares me because I want to be South Carolina is one of the ones that I chalk up as an easy win every year. Yes, every single time. We'll see. About to find out. No, we are. I he's still got a a good arm. It's just that his decision-making was terrible. So maybe he's out of the, the limelight of Oklahoma, uh, not having the pressure of being like the next Heisman candidate. Maybe that's easier for him. Maybe he doesn't need that much pressure and needs to deal with it better, and South Carolina might be the perfect spot for him, which is very scary. You just get thumped by Tennessee. Am I right? Also, USC's quarterback, Keaton Slowis, is transferring. Yeah, where the fuck is he? So we just so Caleb Williams, I just assume, is going to USC. I guess that's what he thought, and he's like, fuck this mount. So Keith Slovis is like the best quarterback in the is, fucking uh, – well, they they also had um, uh, the other guy, Jackson Dart. They had another really good quarterback too. So, I don't know. It's just like if you're at USC, it's just like JT Daniels transferred, and he was a really good quarterback. Which so. is Hendon Hooker going to declare for the draft? No, he said he's coming back. Is he? Good. For another year, baby. Do you know what he – or do you see what he tweeted out uh-uh. today? He said, uh, bring me Tank Bigsby. Who said that? Hendon Hooker. Oh, wow. Dude, I can't believe – that I think Auburn might we're building uh, class, actually aren't employed. we, Jack? It, I I've heard the uh, I'm st- we're starting to feel it on the hill a little bit. A little bit. Balls uh, are getting better. I was reading a couple uh, of message boards for Auburn, and the uh, that man's regime might end a little sooner than he expected. Oh yeah, if he loses, if he wins six games again next year, he's gonna get fired. Yeah, because the, the recruit, recruiting class already looks terrible. Bo Nix just left, and he's like the most Auburn guy ever. Uh, Sean shot the other another running back left. Tank Bigsby is probably the best player on the team is about to leave, allegedly. Um, although that's not official yet, so it's not looking great. Not a great first year. It's Brian what? Brian Harson. Brian Harson, yeah. Yeah, no the uh, the message boards were not too kind to that man. I bet. Yeah. He deserves it. True. I want to know. How many people are going to flee from Georgia when they lose to Michigan in the playoff? That would be devastating. Do you just assume that Kirby Smart can never win a big game ever again? I, I really hope Georgia wins that game, and I really think they're going to, but that would be devastating if, if Georgia was to lose to Michigan. Oh, no. I, After having such a big regular season. No, like, as soon as you – so, for those who don't know, uh, when a, play, or a team makes it to the playoff, the playoff committee – gives that school's conference like $14 million. So since the SEC has two teams in the playoff or in the conference or in the playoff, that committee now gives the SEC $28 million. So now 
we have or Tennessee has that money since the conference distributes it to all the teams respectively. So now that we have a nice two mil extra in the budget, I'm officially saying fuck the rest of the SEC teams in the playoff. I hope they get blown up by fucking 40. I fucking hate Alabama and I hate Georgia with all my fucking heart. <laughs> nice. All right. Now I hope Michigan literally takes out their khaki dicks and just smacks. So we're Kirby's. wanting the SEC to get smacked. Yes. I want them to lose. I, I want Alabama because now we're sure. we're worried about Vols recruiting now. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're we're on the we're because on the, we're on the rise. Do you guys think there's any chance Cincinnati makes it into the national championship? No, be crazy. Luke Fickle has to shoot Nick Saban. I would love to fucking see it happen, but then you got to deal with all the fucking people. Now I would actually love to see it. I don't know. You know I mean, deal with I, all the people. About the SEC's it. not as good. And you see, the line was at 14. Yeah, it's crazy. I feel like that's too low. Yeah, I thought they were going to be about 28. be like 21-point favorites. I kind of want Cincinnati to come out like think they're getting disrespected and Alabama thinks they're going to roll over Cincinnati and Cincinnati like keep it close the whole game. Yeah. I think that could, I think that could happen. I think that's their best shot. I mean, they played Georgia semi-well last year. Though Georgia didn't play half their starters, but... I wouldn't expect it, but I kind of really hope that Michigan and Cincinnati beat UGA and Alabama. So, should we go ahead and say Hendon Hooker for 2022 Heisman? I think he's got to be a top 10 favorite. Got to be, right? I mean, I, he did so much work in so little time. I mean, you think you – next year if you can beat Bama – or not Bama, but you beat Florida. Mm-hmm. Keep it close. Because we play beat Georgia. Oh, I cannot wait for Hendon to go down in Baton Rouge and just dick slap Brian Kelly. And LSU. We play LSU next year, don't we? In Baton Rouge, baby. Oh, man. We next go, we're next going year, down the bayou, right? Next year could be fun. It's going to be so You much said fun. you're going? Well, let's go. Let's do it. Let's buy I've tickets I've never now. been to Baton Rouge before. I know we're going to play at night. It'd be so much fun. I'd love to go to I've never been there either. Let's go. Come on, Beaver. National Vets trip. Sponsored. Sounds pretty cool. Sounds, sounds pretty tight. So we'll go down to Baton Rouge. And then who's... Yeah, then we... Play at Pittsburgh. Call him Baton Rouge, So it could be a fun year. We could, not not to look forward too much. I'm just we could be a legitimate two loss team heading into the playoff or heading into the in the bowl season. Get a nice BCS bowl. It's your high hopes. I think we could. You gotta dream big though, because if you don't dream big, then nobody's gonna dream big for you. Exactly. That's a quote by me. A quote by you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, Said beaver by beaver. Yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah. So, let me ask you this then. As our respective Auburn fan, what what's our realistic expectations heading into next year? I think a quarterback is going to transfer into Auburn because I don't think they're just going to go off of – right now they have two guys on scholarship and they have another guy coming in in the creating class. Mm-hmm. And like we already know one of them is TJ Finley and he's not good. The other guy played it all. He was like one of the top quarterbacks, of course, in high school and blah, blah, blah. But – I think it's one of these – there's so many transfer quarterbacks floating out there now. I think Auburn, with no proven starter, somebody big is probably going to transfer over there, whether that be like Keaton Slovis or the guy from A&M or one of the – now there's two you more. you think you're getting Slovis? Maybe, you know, where else is he going to go? If he wants to play for a big-time program and start immediately, Auburn is a place you can he go. He could play at any – he could play at uh, a school that just went to this conference championship game in Pittsburgh. I mean, I, I'd be surprised if uh, – if Spencer Rattler, Spencer Rattler would have looked at Auburn if he hadn't, if Bonix hadn't just yesterday decided he was going to transfer. If you think, if, if you're Shane Rattler and you don't think you could beat out Bo Nix for the starting job, you have no right transferring yeah. anywhere. Well, he, I think Spencer Rattler has no confidence. He's just, some of these guys, when you transfer and they're just looking to slide in and start automatically. And Auburn is offering like a big time opportunity to slide in and just start right away. A big time opportunity to play for a six and six team. With a better quarterback, they wouldn't have been 6-6. Six and six. So, Keaton Slovis is coming. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is Caleb Williams and Keaton Slovis are both coming to Auburn, and it's going to be a two-count. This, this, so this reminds me so much of Brett Venables is, is going to be the next Auburn head coach from last year. Yeah, that was like a pretty pretty hot take. It was, people were talking about it. I'm going to look up best transfer Dude, you were so confident about that. You are like, yeah. yeah. I remember going to the bar and <laughs> All my sources. just like, Oh, so like it's going to be signed here in the next like four hours. Don't worry about it. Check your phones. Yeah, I was looking at it all the time. Um, 
Oh my god, there's so many. There's so many guys transfer. Oh, the guy from UCF is transferring. Dylan Gabriel. Um, getting away from uh, the calzone. Yeah, he's getting out of there. Adrian Martinez from Nebraska hopefully will not come to. Oh please, Adrian Martinez to Auburn. Get the movement started. I don't know who that is. Max Johnson from LSU, not that good. Miles Brennan, both the LSU guys are transferring, which doesn't really make sense because. Did they just bring like in a guy? One of them just stayed, and then they just beat the player. But um, a guy from Purdue, I don't know who that is. Harrison, I, we all, I always forget about Harrison Bailey because that was for so, so long ago. Yeah. How has he not picked a spot yet? Uh, I wish Harrison Bailey the best. I Projected hope transfer to Georgia Tech. What? Harrison Bailey? That's what this website is telling me. Huh. I didn't know those projections. Let's see where Bo Nix is projected. Central Florida. I don't think he's going to Central Florida. Central Florida. Go back to the Cal zone. I think he's not going to do that. I mean. This has Dylan Gabriel going to uh, um, Ole Miss. Why? Who's Ole Miss? Who's going to take over for Corral? Who's uh, next on that depth chart? I feel like Plumlee's still just there. I don't know who's there. Yeah, he is there, but he's he plays a receiver now. Yeah, but he's still playing quarterback. Yeah, yeah, a lot of you transferring out there, so we'll see. Interesting. Georgia Tech, I forgot about that. That'd be a, there we go. Maybe maybe Bo Nix will transfer to Georgia Tech. That'd probably be a good spot for him. Expectations are low. He could run around. Sounds like Harrison Bailey's going there. That would make sense. Well, Harrison would... Bailey's too good to play at a school like Georgia Tech. Yeah, I I thought he'd go to like either like a Pac-12, like an Arizona State, Arizona, or go to like a – That'd be fun to watch. Yeah. I we just watch him at night. He should go to Auburn. He needs Brian Harson needs to be dialing up Harrison Bailey looking right right now. Go to Auburn. Uh, I think you know where Harrison Bailey would be an awesome at Wake Forest. Just take over for uh, the guy who's about to declare for the NFL. Wouldn't be a bad fit. Would not be a bad fit. Put him in Pittsburgh. Would hate to see play him next year, this upcoming year, but he would love it. No, he'd be – well, I, there is no hard feeling with Harrison Bailey, though. No. It's just that the offense just didn't fit what he was. He's more of a pocket passer, and we need someone. It seems like Tennessee's only good when we have a mobile quarterback. Although I think it's like majority of these SEC Besides teams. Peyton Manning. Yes. Well, even we won the Natty with T. Bo- or T. Martin. Yeah. yeah. What well, I mean, Auburn's only good because – or good in quotation marks was because Bo Nix was able to run and scramble for so long. Like a lot of these SEC teams are dependent on a very mobile quarterback. Which is a little scary for Harrison, but he'll go to an ACC or a, hopefully a Big Ten school. Figure it out. Yeah. Uh, anything else we need to talk about? I think that about covers on my end. We hit an hour. Yeah, that's it. There we go. Uh... All right, y'all. Well, that is that is our episode. Thank you all for listening all the way through. Uh, if you liked it, leave a like and subscribe. Do all that good stuff. Give us five stars. Uh, if you want to see our daily content, go to Twitter and Instagram at Nashville Bets. Uh, we love y'all. We'll see you in the next one. Tighten up. Go, Pat. Go.